Um, if you're visiting with us, I hope you've caught on that uh, this is a special Sunday for us. It's a little bit different, but that's okay. We're a little bit different kind of people. Um, we, we like that. We're, we're, we're proud of that, in fact. Um, before we jump in, I want, to, uh, I want to cover a couple of things that, that uh, need to be talked about. You heard Jerry, and I want to reiterate that uh, next week is our Los Damas de Baxter, is that right? Fundraiser. I, I'm not good when I venture off into other languages. Um, but but um, basically, it is uh, a fundraiser we do for the Baxter Institute. Um, there's a lot of information you can get on that next week. I'm not going to tell you about it. Steve Teal is uh, their president. He's going to be here. And so uh, he's going to be preaching this Sunday. Thank you for not amening that. Um, but uh, you want to be here for that. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's always a lot of fun for that thing. I remember when we first got here, it was, it was one of the coolest things that I remember seeing about, about this church was that, that uh, Los Damas fundraiser. So you want to be here for that. Also, next Saturday, there's a, a fishing tournament. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, some of you have told me some pretty big fish stories. This is an opportunity for you to put your money where your mouth is. Um, there is a sign-up out here or information out here. I don't know if there's a sign-up. There's information out here at the Hub. Check in with that. Um, also, let's see, is that all of it? Oh, we're also collecting donations for the Fall Festival Trunk or Treat. That is the, the thing we have here that, uh, where we invite the community, and that's going to be uh, Wednesday night on uh, October 30th where we're going to invite the community into our facility, bless them with that. Um, so if you want to uh, donate uh, candy or the little things that you give out, uh, trinkets, I don't, whatever. Um, there's buckets out here for that. If you want to sign up to help in some way, there are sign-up sheets out there. That is a big thing that we do in October. Finally, one of the other things we do in October are these little jewels. I hope you've picked up some of these and you've been doing the, the Racktober cards. Racktober is random acts of kindness. That's the rack. And uh, we're, 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 passing, uh, we're passing these out uh, as we do random acts of kindness throughout the community. And so pick up some of these, bless these. I actually got racked this week. I shouldn't say it like that. Um, I experienced this this week um, because some of the, the lady at Starbucks did not know Whoever, which one, ever one of y'all it was, did not know it was me behind you. And so you bought my coffee, and they handed me this card, and I was like, that's so cool. Um, so you made my day both ways. Um, but, but get some of these and do that because it is a pretty neat thing. So um, let's have a word of prayer now that we've got all that and get, get focused here so we can talk about the Word of God. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your blessings. Lord, you give us so much. You bless us so richly, so much more than we could ever ask or imagine. We praise you. We glorify you. We thank you. You are the source of everything good in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, as we focus in on your word and on uh, serving you. Bless us, Lord. Speak to us this morning. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This church had a dream. This was a, a while, a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago. But, but this church had a dream. They were in the facility downtown. Uh, it, though some of you remember that. It is now the uh, Safe Harbor, Safe House. Um, safe House. Thank you. It's uh, uh, right across there from, from City Hall Cafe, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. Um, in that facility, they were, uh, they were starting, to, starting to outgrow it, really. I mean, it was getting big. 
and, and there were other problems. And, and, but, but the bottom line is this church had a dream. They had a dream of, of, of new ways to serve the community. They had a dream about a, a place where they could invite the community in, a place where they would have room to house as many people as wanted to come, a, a place that, that, that they could use to minister to people in, in various and different ways. Um, they, they dreamed of expanded classrooms and an expanded worship area and an expansive room, land for further growth, and that dream began to take shape. Some of you remember this. There was a vision then of, of what it could look like. And there was a lot of thought and a lot of prayer that went into that. And, and then they, they called people together and they started dreaming about what that was going to be. And, and gradually they called other people together and they began to make this happen. And, and there were drawings and models and, 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 and there were campaigns and, and this spirit of unlimited hope of what God could do through this dream. Some of you are remembering right now what that felt like, the excitement of that, that, that there was a dream and, and you were focused on that. This church didn't stop with just a dream. That dream began to be fleshed out and the body responded with prayer and with fasting. The body responded with, with finances and with giving and, and pledges were made and checks were written and the dream became a reality. This facility that we stand in today was part of a much larger dream. The church was not dreaming of a building. The church was dreaming of a better tool for ministry to a community. And this, this facility was dreamt and envisioned and fulfilled by prayer, by purpose, and by the power of God. This entire facility was paid for in 40 months. Do you hear that? That's ridiculous. My car note's longer than that. Forty months, this facility was paid off. That's the kind of dream that, that we're talking about. Now, this facility was also built with dreams of the future. These walls behind us, they're made to be tore out when we need more room. If you'll notice outside, there are, there are places where the curbs don't go all the way around because they left room to make new parking lots, new parking areas, new facilities. They were dreaming of the future. Since I moved here three years ago, I've, I've heard these stories. Stories of the dreams of HCOC and how they were fulfilled through God's grace and through the blessing of this church. I've heard stories of, of lives being changed, souls being brought to Christ. I've heard stories of missions and outreach. I've heard stories of the, the heroes of HCOC, names like... Frank Price, George Vick, names like uh, Perry Barnes, Ron Edgington, and, 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 and Luke Curtis, Cheryl and Gertrude Shaw, those, those heroes that you talk about. There are others I know that I'm missing. But I've heard stories about faith and faithfulness and, and stories about fruitfulness and stories about, about love and grace and stories about visions and, and stories about dreams because this church knows how to dream. In Joshua chapter 18... If you have your Bibles, you can turn over there. In Joshua chapter 18, we find the children of Israel at, at a similar place. They have come to a place where the dream has been fulfilled. This dream, this promised land had been, had been given to, to their forefather Abraham almost centuries before. 
a long time to dream the same dream. And they had been working towards this ever since. It had been the dream of Moses and the children of Israel as they had been called out of Egypt, called out of captivity. It was the dream of Joshua and and all the people as they crossed the Jordan, as they marched around Jericho in battle after battle. The dream of the promised land. And God fulfills all His promises in Joshua 18. They stand completed in the land of promise. Joshua 18, verse 1. The whole assembly of the Israelites gathered at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. The country was brought under their control. The people came together. The people met together to meet with God, to hear from the Lord. They met together. The country, all the promised land, is under their control. The promised land is theirs. And the dream, the promise, is fulfilled. Or is it? Read on. The country was brought under their control, verse 2. But there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. Seven of the tribes had not yet claimed the promise of God. They had worked along with the other tribes. They had marched along with the other tribes. They had fought along with the other tribes. But they had yet to fulfill the dream. They had yet to claim the dream that God had given them. And to be honest, we're kind of there even today. See, HCOC knows how to dream. We know how to call on God. We know how to seek God. We know how to work together and conquer a dream set before us. The promises of God, the the dreams that this body was given that, that are still surrounding us as we sit here today, but only somewhat. See, we have a great facility, but it was a facility built on a vision for the future. A vision of multiple phases, a vision of growth and prosperity. Somewhere along the way, though, We stopped dreaming. Somewhere along the way, we let good enough be good enough. We, like the children of Israel, stopped before we had fulfilled the dream, before we had claimed the total fulfillment of the dream. And I believe Joshua speaks to us just like he does to the Israelites in Joshua 18. The whole assembly of the Israelites gathered at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. The country was brought under their control, but there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. Verse 3. So Joshua said to the Israelites, How long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, have given you? How long? How long are we going to wait? See, I believe today, what we're doing today, this purposing day, is a step towards fulfilling that dream that was dreamt years ago. I believe this is moving us forward into the next phases. I believe this is us picking up the dream of our forefathers, those heroes that I was talking about, and saying, you know what? It's time for a new generation of heroes to step up. I want my kids talking about your names when they're my age. I want them to tell stories of the people in this room and how we took that dream and we made it into something amazing and through the power of God, this community was brought to Christ. I don't care about having a big building. That's not the point. This is not a building program. This is a ministry program. And we need to dream a little bit. How long are we going to wait? See, what's your dream for this church? 
If you could dream whatever you wanted to dream, what, what is your dream for this body? What is God putting on your heart? Let me tell you a few of mine. I dream of a facility that is filled with life, that is used every single day. And, and we're heading that direction already. You don't know it, but we have lots of groups that come and go that meet here. I want this place to be a place that is a community hub. That whether you're a member here or not, you have been on this campus at some time because of something in the community. Now, it's not altruistic. I'm not doing that because I want to be the cool kids. I'm doing that because if we bring people onto this campus, when they finally get pricked when the Holy Spirit finally convicts their heart, we need to go to church, they're going to go where they're comfortable. And if I'm comfortable on this campus, if I'm comfortable on this facility, that's the first place I'm going to choose. Because our goal is not to have a big building. Our goal is not to be the cool kids. Our goal is not to have lots of numbers. Our goal is to reach Huntsville for the cause of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Our goal is to reach people. That's the dream. I'm going to be honest with you. I dream of the, 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 the life center that, that's going to go out here. But not just a gym. Don't hear that. Because gyms are a dime a dozen. We're going to use a gym, but we're going to also have office suites. We're going to also have meeting rooms that people in the community can come and use for their meetings, whatever they are. I don't care. That, that we're going to have a, a counseling center on the back side of it. Because if you've been around here very often, you know that mental health is one of the struggles of a lot of people in Huntsville. There are people who are having to drive to, to College Station, to drive to the Woodlands to find counseling. And so most of them don't go because of that. We have an opportunity to meet that need. We have an opportunity to fill that niche and in the name of Jesus, help people who are struggling. Now, I dream of all kind of things. I dream of putting a gym in there. I dream of putting a, a gym, maybe a walking track, because there are a lot of you who, who pay money for that kind of thing. Hey, membership should have its privileges. I want you to come up here and walk on our walking track when it's too hot. I want you to come up here and, and, and do what you need to do to, to get healthy. I don't care about, I want people on this campus. I dream of a revamped children's wing where it doesn't look like a Sunday school. I want it to be a place where when a kid walks in, they go, wow, mom, we got to come back to this place. You've heard me talk about that before. Not because I think we need to be cool. It's because we will all do things we don't want to do for our kids. And so if I can get the kids saying, wow, they're going to make mom and daddy come back. I dream of knocking out these walls because we don't have enough room. I, I dream of, of multiple services because we want to fit everybody into this place. I dream of increasing our worldwide reach. This church is known for a worldwide reach, for reaching out. You know, last week, Wes showed you numbers. And the average church mission budget is between 5 and 10% of their budget. That's all churches, mega churches, local churches. That's average. Our missions budget is 30% of our budget because we have a heart for worldwide missions. We believe in that. It's important to us. I dream of increasing that. I dream of making that even better. I dream of making this a body that equips and blesses and sends missionaries out into the world. 
And, and I'll be honest with you, I dream of not just food trucks and clothing drives. Because that's a great thing, and we are known for blessing this community with food trucks. We are known for blessing this community with the clothing giveaway. But I would dream of a place where we can teach people how to manage their money, where we can teach people how to deal with, with the struggles of life, where we can make a difference in generational poverty instead of just putting a Band-Aid on it. That's real benevolence work. Now, you hear my dream. I want to know your dreams. And so email me, talk to me, send me something. I don't care. That's great. I want to hear your dreams. But it's time to dream again. The time has come to dream again. It's time for those of us who grew up admiring those heroes of HCOC to step up. We need a new generation of Frank Prices. We need a new generation of George Vicks. We need a a new generation of Perry Barnes. We need a new generation of Ron Edgington. We need a new generation to step up and say, okay, I'm going to step into that role. I may not can fill those shoes, but it's time for me to step up and step into leadership. I'm tired of living in the shadow, living in my childhood. It's time for me to step up. Some of you say, Jeff, my time's passed. That dream's over. That dream is over. I've done my time. Hogwash. Can I say that from the pulpit? I'll take my confession later. Um, That's nonsense. You've heard me say this before. Christianity has a great retirement plan. Doesn't start till after your funeral. So you're not done. Let me read you another scripture. Acts chapter 2 verse 17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. You know what that says? It says it's time to dream. It says it's time to dream as men, as women, as young, as old. It says it's time to dream again. Everybody. So today is not about keeping the doors open. This is not about meeting budget. That budget is just a number that we use to know how much we can do. I think God would love to blow our minds. I think God would love to blow that budget out of the water and go, okay, figure out how to do this. Because that's how God works. You walk through Scripture, that's how God works. He loves to take my little plan and go, let me show you what I can do with that. See, it's time to dream again. Today is about dreaming. Not long ago, the elders and the deacons met. And we talked about, what are your dreams for your ministry? We're scheduling another meeting soon because we want to start dreaming. If you take away all the constraints, all the things in your mind that hold you back, what's your dream? Let's start dreaming again. Now, make no mistake, I'm proud of HCOC. I'm I'm proud to be your preacher. I'm proud of the outreach of this church. I'm proud of the reputation that this church has throughout our town. I'm proud of the the worldwide footprint that this body has. But I want to make it better. When David takes over as a king of Israel, there's a scripture where it says David grew greater and greater. The literal translation of that in in the Hebrew is is David expanded his reach. And, and well, increased his stride and expanded his embrace. That's what I want us to do. I want us to increase our stride, expand our embrace. How long? How long will we wait to fulfill the dream of the last generation? How long are we going to wait before we start dreaming again? This morning, 
you're asked to bring your cards. And I'm going to ask you as we sing these songs to come up here and put your cards in one of these baskets that are here. This is just a symbolic gesture because I, I, want, I want us to have some, some, some memorable stuff in this. This is, this is why God creates memorials throughout Scripture. Because when we do things physically, we remember it. So we're going to sing some songs, and I'm going to ask you to come up. And I've asked, uh, you guys can go on to the back, Sloan and Christian and Luis. Uh, they're going to pass around baskets because there are some of you who don't need to get up, so don't feel pressure. There are some of you who trying to walk in a crowd is dangerous for you. Don't do that. Um, I, I want you to stay put, and we're going to bring those cards to you. But the rest of us who are able, I want you to bring that card to the Lord. Bring it as a family. Bring it as something that, that, you're, that you're saying, God, you have given us all these things. I want to bring you just a little bit back. When you submit these cards, it's not for me or the elders or the deacons. It's, it's for God. That's the purpose of this. And when you bring this, you're bringing your part of the bigger dream. See, it's time to dream again. And this morning, I want you to step out in faith. I want you to open your heart to the outpouring of the Spirit. Sons and daughters, young and old, let's dream dreams. Let's dream again. Come, bring your offering to the Lord. Seek Him, His direction. Let's do that together as a body right now as we stand and sing. Refiner's fire.